This is Cool Writer Terrence. Thanks for writing with us this far. There was an audio glitch while we recorded this episode, and you'll notice a drop in audio quality. But fear not, we still had fun, and I think you will too. This is a Deuce Dollars production. Welcome to Podcasting Jerk. Why don't we just start at the beginning? Page one. Open your book. Where do babies come from? If you need me, I'll be right over here. Uh, we need this uh, for the exam. The parts of a flower are so constructed that very, very often the wind will cause pollination. If not, then a bee or any other nectar-gathering creature can create the same situation. Yes, anything that gets the pollen to the pistols right on the list. I'll try to make it crystal clear. A flower's insatiable passion turns its life into a circus of debauchery. Now you see just how the stamen gets its lusty dust onto the stigma. And why this frenzied chlorophyllous orgy starchy spring is no enigma. We call this quest for satisfaction a what, class? A photoperiodic reaction. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's very good. Hey, I'm lost. Where are we? Chapter this is the grease to podcast a song by song review of a cult classic we're the cool riders I'm Cool Rider Terrence. And I'm Cool Rider Jerry. And this episode, I am very, very happy to introduce a friend of the show, a new new friend to Greece too, Claire. Hi. So excited to be a new friend of Greece too. I, like I have a new bestie, one I didn't know I needed until this morning. Claire, I have, I have just one question for you. Where where does the pollen go? <laughs> You know, I don't think science knows. It's still one of those mysteries. Where do where do plant babies come from? We haven't quite figured it out. Something with bees, you think maybe. So you might hear a you might hear a slight, uh, slight echo. Uh, we are recording in a podcasting cave, but hopefully that doesn't distract you from the quality discussion we're about to have. So much quality. Yeah, this has been a long time coming, but uh, we asked her to come here because she's a science teacher at the school that Jared and I attended. Uh, and actually, uh, what was your undergraduate paper on? My undergraduate paper? Yeah, didn't you have an undergraduate? I did. Well, I had a I had my bachelor's. My thesis yeah. was on adoption. So oh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought, you, <laughs> I thought you did a thing on plant sex. Oh, no. Oh. No. <laughs> no. So maybe you want to rethink the special guest <laughs> yeah, See you later. <laughs> that was Claire. Thanks for stopping by, Claire. I thought you had a plant thing. Did you, mean, you took a class? I took a class. Okay, there we go. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's so the connection. I, my, the bona fides checked off. My, my bachelor's degree is in zoology, but for my master's program, I did my master's in education and was just in biology, mm. so I was missing all that plant stuff, so they made me take plant stuff. Oh, nice. I like the way you say plant stuff. Yeah. stuff. Plants. It's, uh, you know, and fair enough, I did zoology because I was like, oh, plants. Cool. 
But it turns out I was I was wrong. I was wrong. I was it's, wrong. Not, it's not the same. Plants are actually pretty friggin' awesome and diabolical and conniving. Like they're fantastic. I can't I can't wait to they're hear more. Really, yeah. they're really <laughs> underappreciated. Mm. It's true. I'm I'm just gonna break format real quick. Um, usually we have salty language on this show, um, but we don't usually talk about sex. <laughs> If this is a problem for you or the people that you're listening to this podcast with, like you're Bluetoothing it in your car with your young one, now's the time to turn it off. Actually, I was just thinking, it just occurred to me that ironically, one of the reasons that this episode was so long in the making was because of reproduction. Oh, oh yes. This, yeah. Oh my gosh. Mammalian reproduction oh is what slowed this do you, down. Uh, do you want to speak? How old is she? <laughs> so my daughter will be two next month. Okay, yes. So this. So we started doing this, I think, when I was pregnant. This episode has been gestating for a long time. <laughs> it was just when it was a little zygote to now. It's a toddler walking around talking. Yeah. She will also not be permitted to listen to this. <laughs> Look what mommy did, or maybe not. <laughs> I'm going to also further break format. Jared, I have a question for you. Yes. Is this song about doing it? Plant style, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, it is. It I is. would dare say that this is the reason why I did this podcast. <laughs> this song. Is this song. There are worse this reasons. is my favorite song in the whole stupid movie. I was gonna stupid. say show. It's not stupid. <laughs> Take it back. It's either score tonight or this. But right now, it's in front of me, and I spent like a good forty-eight hours just <laughs> thinking about this. And this song's absolutely about doing it. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It it, it is. <laughs> I mean, I just with all of like the metaphors for sex that you can. Speaking as an educator of all the metaphors about reproduction, like human mm-hmm. reproduction that you could lead with, plants—it's mm-hmm. it's an, it's an interesting choice. Oh, well, let's get into that then. Um, it's an interesting so choice. I did a little bit of research about the history of sex ed in America mm-hmm. uh, and the UK in the fifties and sixties, and I watched way too many film reels <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> it was oh, yeah. so boring because, like, the teachers definitely didn't want to talk about it. So what all they did was. They just put a film reel on right. and like, you get it? Okay, mm-hmm. that's it. Now don't ever do it. Sex is utilitarian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. However many so, children you have, that's how many times you have sex. <laughs> I have one child, I've had sex once. Yeah. <laughs> There's the job security there. <laughs> exactly. Um, they dare you to prove otherwise. <laughs> and uh, so... And all, the, all they talk about, so like before the 50s and 60s, it was like, here's what sex is for. Sex is to make babies, and that's mm-hmm. it. It's like, yeah, people don't enjoy it ever. Like, we'll never admit this, even though like the Bible talks about doing it for pleasure, but it's ridiculous. Since when do we read that and no, follow that anyway? No. In like the war years, in the World War One and World War Two years, STDs were yeah. rampant. <laughs> so they were like... We need to st- we need to start talking about this. That's when the morality started getting coming in and being like, mm-hmm. "Absence only until marriage." Um, if they taught you anything about your body, they'd be like, "All right, here's a diagram, and that's it." And then babies <laughs> yeah. babies will emerge. 
But like, and but only your like if you're a guy, you got your anatomy. Your yeah. And, yeah. and if you're a girl, you got girl anatomy. And even today, so as 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 an educator, I do a sex talk mm. to freshmen every year. Mm -hmm. And on our bullet list of like things we make sure we have to cover is like make sure if you haven't. By the way, if you haven't turned this podcast off, we can go listen to now. Definitely the time because I know it's about to come out of my mouth, and you're not going to want to explain this to your toddler and Bexy. Just saying. So, but one of our on our bullet list, one of the things that we make sure to cover every year with the guys is that girls have three holes, and every year it comes as a surprise. Do they freak three. out? Even to the what? girls. And even the girls are like, by the way, we hope you know, but we're not taking that. But the guys are like, what do I, what do they need three for? <laughs> I was like, so we, what get, we, we need got a spare for? one. In case, you know, it's like a spare tire. In case one goes flat, we can change it out real fast. It's always good, two and a spare. Yeah. I mean, and that hasn't changed since the 40s and 50s yeah. and 60s right, and even before, like forever. Nobody knows. Is, no, I think nobody's good at it, but we are also aren't getting better. No. No. We're not. We're still <laughs> separate the kids. We do, yeah. um, and I, I that I we do. I think just for comfortability, honestly. Oh yeah. Because um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys know a lot of high schoolers. They're not super mature. Um, they're not. They're not winning no. the maturity awards. No. So, uh, so it's still good to. No, yeah. So I noticed that. Separate them in the in the mm -hmm. musical number. They didn't. Yes, like, I yeah. noticed that too. Yeah. I was like, well, but I mean, I guess they're still in the same room. Yeah, and, and then they, you know, they did switch parts in the song where the guys were singing like girls mm -hmm. and the girls were singing like. So right. there is a little bit of, like, I feel like that's progressive. But, okay, as I, I always wanted to know, as teachers, did you ever have a sub? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Like that? Okay, hey, that was another thing. <laughs> was like, Mr. Stewart was a sub? <laughs> yes. Yeah, true story. You would never. Exactly. Not ever. So I was like, no. wait, why is that guy teaching? <laughs> right. He went rogue. Have you ever had a have you ever had a substitute throughout your lesson plan and be like, you know what it is? I <laughs> you know what we're learning today. <laughs> you know what we're gonna do today. Yeah, I got you guys. I've got a whole song for you. Lusty guys, dust. Guys, here's your part. Ladies, here's your part. Ready? And you in the back, I'm gonna need you to swing from the rafters. Yep. You a little more public You really got so sell much thrust. <laughs> and you run around. You just run around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And you in the front, if you could just be super grossed out yeah. at every line. <laughs> Absolutely really scandalized. Round out the whole sex lesson harmony. Yeah. Although I gotta say, I was as a, as a professional educator who's given sex talks before, the deftness with which that substitute like went from drawing a human ovary on the board mm -hmm. into like plants. I was like, <laughs> wow, that is a that's a masterful segue. Right. He had a plan. I, he did. <laughs> so I'm going to start with ovary, and then we're going to go to flowers. I'm going to bring it back. Yeah. To ovaries. <laughs> yeah. So like somehow. So that's where like birds and the bees comes from, mm -hmm. because like they would they would use like elaborate plant and animal metaphors and be mm -hmm. like, where I think when people had agrarian lives and stuff, and they saw you would see animals do it, or you would like bring your bull over to a sow and. Which that Spes on purpose, you know, like like that, and that makes sense to me, like, but but like if with urban life, you're like totally separated from that. Yeah, but even then, like, like let's just break it down to the birds and the bees. Like, let's just like let's just start there with the metaphor. So we have birds. 
Like, yeah. They're, they're, am, am I a bird or a bee? <laughs> and your your reproduction uh, is is the human reproduction is probably closest to birds. But mm. even then, like, what message, especially for coming up with this in like the conservative sixties, like to to try to squash sexual desires, we're gonna go with birds who like fly in, get it on, then fly off. And like there are some birds, sure, that mate for life, but it's not we're it's not like we're like the penguins and mm-hmm. the bees. We're just broadly broad brush birds, the majority <laughs> of which are not monogamous. Mm-hmm. And then there's bees. And wait, wait, before you get to bees, ducks are birds and they have corkscrew dicks. Yeah, they do, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm sure. And they like get trapped. I mean, that's part of it. Thank it's, God, like, you can't escape. Yeah, the female can't yeah. escape. I mean, thank God there wasn't like the internet in the in the '60s because imagine the boy's like, ooh, bird sex, and looks mm. up duck sex, and like goes in the mirror. Like he's either gonna be elated <laughs> or really disappointed. He's either like crap or like, oh, thank God. I'm hoping, thank God. I'm hoping that's the more common reaction. Yeah, but, yep, uh, about right. not a corkscrew. Yeah. Can't trap her. <laughs> but but then like bees, it's it's a it's a reverse brothel. Right, like it's a queen with all these like sex slave males. Mm-hmm. Right, I don't know much about bees, but it's just neither one of them. And even plants, neither, none of them, none of them. Like the pigs, short. Sure. Like go with the pigs. But then let's call it like, oh, let me tell you a story about the pigs and the sheep, or like why birds and bees. Terrible. Well, I thought that was like the bees were helping to like pollinate. Yeah, the flowers. I mean, but you yeah, but I thought it, that's. But then you gotta include the flowers. Yeah, like so. Yeah. That's that's the problem. It's just that and they just said, like you know, birds and birds bees. and bees. And, and so then, like you, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen year old, <laughs> you are gonna be that. And so, like, even if we pull on the okay, let's take it. Let's take it by extension. Let's go bees to flowers. Mm-hmm. Now we're in orgy land. Like that's true. Like yeah. you have a male flower and a female flower. Well, well that's what he says. Generalizations, mm-hmm. and that's, the bee goes between them. That's like you and your partner. Right? Like yeah, that. yeah. It's a what? What is a photo periodic? What was reaction? You, yeah. Oh yeah. What's a periodic reaction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. You're <laughs> all oh, very good. Mm. Okay, wait. The flower's insatiable passion turns its life into a circus mm. of debauchery. Right, facilitated. It's interspecies orgy. I mean, that's what it is. Like you have to have, in the case of most plants, they have to have either birds or bats or um, sometimes these other little insects or bees. Like it's it's kind of like if you're in a relationship, let's let's just say married, just to make it safe, <laughs> and you and your husband decide that you want a baby, mm-hmm. like the husband goes to the UPS store, jerks off, puts it in a little thing, hands it to the UPS driver, and the UPS driver delivers it to the wife, and she takes it from there. Like, that's that's birds and bees. Like, that's how that goes. The bee is the UPS. Like, delivering sperm back and forth. Mm. So, I, I mean, why are we really teaching our kids? I think, that, <laughs> I think that's... that's that's the reason why it just was not effective. <laughs> none, of, none of this is effective. Um, but of course, the song kind of like turns the song tip because all the kids already know about doing it. Almost all of them, anyway. Yeah. She says, "Make my stamen go berserk." <laughs> Who has the stamen? And does she have? Like, 
yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, she will. Or is, is it just like, isn't that the... Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, Jerry's yes. wiggling his yeah. finger up and down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, flowers have both. But we've like, we sort of anthropomorphize. So there's like the male parts and the female parts. Within a flower. Within a flower. How come we can't so, self-pollinate? Serious question. Uh, so serious question, I, in some cases it might be able to. Oh. But through evolutionary processes, they try really, really, hard to minimize that yeah. can it happen does it happen I'm, I'm sure which is so bringing back to the what did she say photo a photo periodic reaction oh that's good oh that's very good that's like, good like, what are they <laughs> that's, like, that's good that's real good I was like but is it is it in this context is it and um so it's and I'm like well okay okay sure like plants react to either the presence or absence of light, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily sure what that has to do with reproduction, but I hadn't really thought about it. The, so the Sometimes flowers, the flowers open up. Yes, right, the flowers will close at night, at night yeah. and they'll open up um, during the day, or vice versa, mm-hmm. depending on what their, who their pollinators are, but yeah. typically it's closed during the day. Um, or sorry, uh, closed at night, open during the day. And one of those reasons is to like keep track of their pollen and like close oh. it up so that like wind isn't just blowing mm. it willy-nilly they're not accidentally being self-pollinated it's kind of to protect things and then while their pollinators oh. are sleeping and then they open up when their pollinators are out doing their thing oh. so that they you know one of those just mechanisms to reduce so plants have a ton of um ingenious and diabolical uh mechanisms for reducing um cross-pollination like this one plant actually holds um, it's pollinator captive in the fruit for an entire year. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. So fun fact. And like, so it's this. It's this moth larva. Um, so the the moth pollinates the the plant, and then in return, it can uh, oh, I don't know, lay or something. But I play one on podcasts, so it's good enough. <laughs> the, yeah. So the moth lays its eggs or whatever, and they they crawl into the fruit of this of this plant, and then they develop inside the fruit, and the fruit doesn't let out the moth. So the moth actually grows up and develops into a fully grown adult moth inside the fruit, but it can't get out for a year. And so finally, when the plant's like, all right. I'm ready to plant babies again. <laughs> then it lets the fruit starts to crack and lets the moth out. And it's just this this way of making sure that the moth, which is this particular plant's only pollinator, mm-hmm. is really kind of, it's kind of like making sure it's, it's an exclusive relationship. Oh, so. oh there you go. That's yeah. the, that, that's what you have to pee. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So ladies, Put it in the book. Put it ladies, in the hold your man hostage. Hold your mom. It's hold called, your mom. It's called marriage. <laughs> we just have a more sophisticated, gentler term. Hold your mom hostage. <laughs> Quick shout out. Um, so I, I said, as I mentioned in preparation of this, I read um, this chapter um, from a book that my friend recently wrote, um, Matt Candias. Uh, in defense of plants, and he has this great section all about uh, the wild world of plant sex. And I, I mean, as I've already stated, I didn't historically give plants a lot of credit, but uh, the wild world of plant sex, definitely a page turner. Mm. 
was and it, and the more I read, the did, more did I was like, it make you hot? Hey. <laughs> it might have a little. Yeah, just so I turned to my husband, I was like, hey baby, you wanna be my mom? <laughs> and he was like, I don't know what that means, but sure. Okay, yes. He's learned to just say yes. That's what I would, know, I would say. So I'm gonna go get these shackles real fast. They're here for a year. <laughs> but don't worry, you have all the fruit you can eat. It'll be fine. And at the end of your year of solitude and captivity, and nothing but fruit, you get sex. Yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, I get sex. <laughs> so it's, it's really, it's, it works well for me. <laughs> they won't kill you. So there's that. We'll, def- we'll definitely put a link to the book in the show notes. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If you debauchery. want a page turner about <laughs> plant debauchery. And I would say the more I read, I was like, wow, this is we really need to rethink using plants as a, as a tool. Because you're like, no. This is, this awful. is awful. This is not, this is, I mean, this is great for plants, but this is in no way. The plants love it. There's no, there's no good connection. Like, there's no good way to teach the message, I think, that we're trying to teach about sex mm. to kids, mm. for better or for worse, through plants. Like, pretty much you're saying, hey, uh, keeping people captive is cool. Orgies are cool. Interspecies, like, hey, if you help me have sex, I'll help you have sex. But like interspecies things, I think it's really we're just we're sending the wrong message. Wow, I think we picked the right guest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you where the pollen goes, but I can tell you how it gets there. That's all he wanted to know. That's all he wanted to know. <laughs> no, seriously, what's with that? Like you, it's like, why is that the question? Right. I did. I did. I'm like, why are we? Why are we ending? And it's like <laughs> yeah. simple to answer. I think we already did like three yeah. verses yep. ago. I think it's just because it was. He was distracted. Real catchy. Yeah. Go was yeah. easy to rhyme with. Yeah. And he was yeah. busy, like pelvic thrusting, yeah. like hanging in his sweater vest, poking at the. Did you guys notice that the pelvic thrusting was like on beat? The which one? The pelvic oh, thrusting. Oh, yeah. It was, and there were like different pelvic thrusts to like. Someone was keeping like eighth time. Someone was keeping like a fourth time. Syncopated was, pelvic. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have expected anything less from Greece too. Like it really surprises me that like, okay, I went in and listened to the song like photoperiodic reaction. That's a stupid ass line. What is this? And then like Claire can like, oh yeah, you know the way flowers open up and the cool <laughs> photoperiodic and. Like I because mean, I, I understand stretch. it. I understand the no, no, but it's Put like productive. But I mean, still, I. It always surprises me when this stupid movie, <laughs> not stupid, <laughs> actually like has done some homework. It's different. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm not sure. I mean, not being a plant sex expert, but I was kind of like. Wow. What other like big sciencey words would they have put mm-hmm. in? Like they kind of already put in pistol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, I got your pistol. And, da- right and I would say that was a good segue. I was like, see, there it is. <laughs> and that's when it turned. Right, and that that made sense to me. But like the other the other segues lost mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. a little. <laughs> and I was like, and all, like this just right like Greece too. It's sex is just omnipresent. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, you know what? But we're gonna for the actual reproduction lesson in class, we're gonna talk about plants. I'm like, really? But why? Why are we? Why? Why don't we just own it? Like, mm-hmm. just go all go all the way. Pardon the pun. <laughs> why are we backpedaling? I mean, like, oh well, maybe we should clean it up with a plant metaphor. <laughs> Does a girl with pigtails have a name? Millie. Millie. 
at pollen tube. She is staring right at his junk. Yes, at three thirty. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> when he jumps on the table and uh, when she's in a car, uh, they got they change their tune when they yeah. got him in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. Heart beating fast. They make it sound like a track meet. Yes. So he's he's staring at his. She's staring at his junk. Yeah. Which did you know? his pollen tube. Which is interesting because she's like technically she's the one with the pollen tube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, is that? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Put yeah, your pollen tube. See, it's just not a good metaphor. Yeah, no, no but they're, they're just like high school kids. Yeah. Like, eh. he's got like the stamen. She's got the pollen tube. Wait, then the other girl said, "Make my stamen go berserk." Maybe he's. She's saying yeah, it no, from that's, her. Yeah, they're they're definitely swapping those metaphors. Well, here's the thing. Okay, ultimately, right? Reproduction is not the fun part of sex. It's like it's not like, hey, do you want to make babies? No. Which also means, (laughs) (laughs) actually, (laughs) which is also interesting. But it's just anything, right? That the that the catch line is the where does the pollen go? Mm. Right. That's like asking like where does the sperm? Like, are you asking where the sperm goes? Is this a larger ploy to be like? Oh, when is the best best time to to have a baby or get no? Yeah, yeah. When when no? When is the best time to conceive? To conceive. That's what it was. Conceive. Like ask ask Nagarelli. Ask Falmuda. Oh no, no, Falmuda's not. (laughs) I can't see. I can see. We're not getting very far. (laughs) That's I have I got that problem I too. That was well <laughs> I was like, oh, you are that's. I appreciate. That's like that. actually a real, real writing in this movie. It's, honestly, I hope it was a little ad lib. Like yeah. he was just like, well, that's my problem. <laughs> it might and be. Then cheers to you. That was I appreciated that line. But it's great how everybody got involved. Just it's true. I mean, it, it was very. It was an interactive lesson. <laughs> yeah. You know. We would kill for that kind Honestly, of engagement. I mean, maybe a little less pelvic thrusting, but that kind of like, you guys are now teaching the lesson yeah. along with me. Yeah. Maybe in some cases more so. Like, you've kind of taken over. So, you know what? Run with it. Run with it. I, I wanted to talk about the, the sweater girls in the front row. So sweater girls is like this thing that they would do like in the 40s, 50s, and 60s where like basically they would make sweaters out of like different material mm-hmm. but it was like it was like this way that you could like dress modestly because it's a sweater right there were girls wearing sweaters to be conservative um like the twins probably were mm-hmm. and then there were girls wearing sweaters to be teases sure so it showed off you know it showed off the every curve were so pointy and then they like... made and then they made special bras uh to wear with the sweaters to to accentuate sort of yeah so down on the exactly part of the conservative sweaters that's a woman see mm. women mm-hmm. yeah because otherwise why would you have pointy bras yeah it's just mm-hmm. that's so fine. uncomfortable like, bring attention yeah that's like a guy being like you know what i should make my boxers out of wool <laughs> i should definitely make them out of wool they would if they accentuated and your I... junk they would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, yeah. that's actually really, I don't know why, it's, it's super comforting to hear that guys oh. would make some straw, like some small stuff. That we would do something, to actually accentuate, do something. Like, yeah. <laughs> to hear a, that I from would us. Wear a wool boxer would make my junk look bigger. I'm like, all right, all right, okay, all right. That's, but thank then you, you disappoint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, fair Lights enough. Off. Pointy, pointy bras. <laughs> Lights off. You know, it's just everybody's upset. I don't know what you were, yeah, what you were expecting <laughs> with the pointy bras. 
Because if you were expecting pointy boobs, oh. Yeah. There's yeah. a whole world of disappointment. Torpedo tits. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure why that was attractive, but I mean, <laughs> but, yeah. But I think it's like the whole tease thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm just walking home. You know, that kind of shit. Maybe not tease, maybe attention. Yeah, we don't want anybody to get angry at us. Yeah. Just walk. I hope I don't impale my sweater. <laughs> I need to be careful. I don't shimmy my shoulders too much. <laughs> I really like Goose running around. Yeah. Uh, poking poking the eggs. eggs and fertilizing the eggs. That's my favorite part. Wait, I don't think Wait, oh, you, oh, okay. There is a, there's a lot going there, on. There's a lot okay. to keep track of. That's why you have to watch it so many times. I, I was also really distracted. I can't tell you. I watched this like six times. Last, well, just yesterday. Uh-huh. I was no. really distracted by the like the classroom and all the plans. I was like, professionally speaking, I'm like, that's a great classroom. I want all of those plans. I think we'll throw them up. Okay, here we go. He, see, see, he's swimming through. Watch Goose. Goose comes through. He's like, here I am. Boom. Wait, wait, no. Keep watching. Keep watching. Boom. <laughs> all you the get it. All the get it. all the girls start acting like Ovum. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just yeah. He's he's fertilizing them with a high five. I just think that that. But that girls is how you get pregnant. <laughs> I Remember, no, no, high, no high five. So let them poke you. I think that that's something that would happen in a classroom though. Like, like a lesson, like okay, I'm like some dumbass. No, well, no, not that. Just some, like, <laughs> is it like this? <laughs> you know, like okay, so let's model how this works. Oh man, <laughs> Jimmy, you come on up and you be the sperm. <laughs> you oh god, hold your arms. That's <laughs> you're the eggs, but you but you only pick one. Only pick the only pick one. Oh. Yeah. See now my like teacher brain's like, oh, this we could do like you could, could do, do like, like sex tag. Really like to make this into a lesson. Like you're the egg and everybody else are smart. <laughs> oh, but then it might cause like Ooh, be, you picked her. Oh, well, it could be, but then it'd be like an overlapping math lesson. Like oh, what are the man. statistics? What are the, oh, not combined. Combined. Uh, oh, Greece too. Just you're just a plethora of learning opportunities. I I do like the gender reversal, by the way. In that classroom, it's just. You know, it's a commentary on mm-hmm. the other, right? It's the song having fun with itself. Right, and, and it was, a, it was it w- a break from, like, the mm-hmm. machismo, the yeah. guys, and the, like, I don't know, what's the feminine Like, the fruity, prissiness. Yeah. <laughs> the like, feminine yeah. version of machismo yeah. from the right. girls. Like they all, that's all the lines that they've heard, right? Right. So it's like, oh, you know. There's dialogue spoken off screen about the rhythm method. The rhythm method. But they talk about like, can't a girl do that thing with the oh, yeah. where she mental straight yeah. shot? Yeah, where she counts up the days of her. How do you say mental straight shot? <laughs> what if the numbers don't add up right? Yeah, yeah. What is he saying? Wait, what does that mean? Something like, what if he thinks like the, gu- the like what if he the, what if the guy thinks we didn't have the numbers yeah. up right? I was like, like why well, then you just approval to check your math. Yeah, like why do you? Why would he be checking your math? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yes, yeah, so does like, he even know the math to check? Um, he holds the. See what happens when you're not <laughs> careful. He holds the rabbit. You know yeah. what that's a re- reference to? No. I'm. I was thinking like mating like rabbits. Okay, I think there's that. There's this thing called the rabbit test. Um, there was a euphemism where oh, the rabbit died, and that meant that I'm pregnant. 
Like oh, see, I think that's. I think it's that. Okay. Yeah. But, but, but I me also. That euphemism, but also, so doing it like rabbits like, is not outside of. Yeah. Four hundred babies if you have sex. <laughs> well, I think that you know, like the Easter Bunny. I think that rabbits have always been a symbol of fertility sure. anyway. Uh, but For specifically, I think that because he says that, see what happens when you're not careful. Yeah. No. I is mean, a reference yeah. to, well, having having kids, but also the rabbit test, which is. Uh, so what they would do is they would take a woman's blood and urine and inject it into a female rabbit's uh, ovaries. And then later, they would dissect the rabbit and then they could see if the... It's the same way, the, uh, it's the same way that a pregnancy test works today. Okay. Um, that they can look at the ovaries and they can see if there's uh, the hormone changes. Oh. And then they, they can know with 2% accuracy. Oh. With two percent, uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, how do you, how do you, what's the better way to say that? That it's ninety-eight percent. Two percent, they can't do it. I know. That's what I've been doing. A lot of rabbits die. Well, there's a two percent chance you're pregnant. There's a ninety-eight percent chance you're not. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with with ninety with two okay, percent error, ninety <laughs> percent. Sure, sure. But they that, that's which is pretty good, right? Which is wow. you know in the nineteen yeah. <laughs> within the nineteen forties and fifties, you know, like that's that's a very reliable test uh, when you when you think about it. For everybody but the rabbit, the poor rabbit. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, this was a test developed in nineteen thirty one, and mm. and you know in lieu of having. Uh, those kind of th- yeah, those kind of th- those kind of tests, like right? Just like, on it. right? They they would have. So I'm sure that this was probably privy to like rich people or like mm-hmm. pe- people with means. It's a very old euphemism because you know it hasn't been done. You have to like watch like really really old movies mm-hmm. and like and to to hear that that phrase. And that's interesting because like, to make the, to hear that reference because you know it's like people don't think about that at all mm-hmm. anymore. I mean, kudos to whoever. I mean, it's barbaric, but kudos to whoever's like, you know how we should detect pregnancy? Yeah, yeah. Let's inject a rabbit. Do you think they ate it after? I would hope so. Yeah. Like, waste not, well, why waste not? it, right? Because yeah. <laughs> mm. like, I've had rabbit. Yeah, it's good. Pretty good, yeah. Like, you know, take the take the fur, use that for something. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we're talking about right now. You, know, <laughs> you don't want to waste. You're the one who brought us down that rabbit yeah. hole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So it's three new things. Oh my god! Wow. So I'm enriching your Greece experience. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm sure you have like 24 hours I left in your. Almost want to watch it again. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're, like two percent want to watch it again. <laughs> just you. I mean, 98 <laughs> percent. Well, well done. Well done. <laughs> Use your uh, you just go on YouTube. Come on, like like I told you. I do. I have I think I have like thirty six hours. Yeah, yeah. Thirty six. I need to get my three ninety five. Yeah, yeah. like Jar- That's the only question only Jared has asked. By the way. Where does the pollen go? Oh, and Jared doesn't know this, but I have a who's that guy. Oh, I actually have two who's that what? guys. Um, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Is a segment that we do. Uh, where we highlight one or more, in this case, of the actors and actresses featured in Greece too. And so this episode, I have two. First one is, did you, okay, at the end of the song, Miss um, McGee, Miss mm-hmm. McGee is scolding Mr. Stewart, blah, blah, blah. Are and you going to talk about the Miss My Last Two Periods? Yes, 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 yes. I'm a little worried. I've missed my last two periods. 
That's all right, dear. You can make them up after school. So that girl, do you know who that is? No. Her name is Janet Jones. She's credited as Girl Goose in Class in IMDb. <laughs> what? I'm not even sure. I don't get, like, why not period girl? Because he, Goose, no, no, I looked for her. She wasn't in the scene. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, I, didn't, I don't remember seeing her. Anywhere. Yeah. Well, she's very pretty. Uh, she is the wife of the great one. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. I was going to say Dwayne Johnson. I was like, wait, what? Dwayne <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, really? Yes, that wow. is his wife. Oh, wow. um, she is married to Wayne Gretzky. Five kids. So she missed her period a few times. <laughs> she missed the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she was actually in. Uh, she was actually in an issue of Playboy. March 1987. Oh wow! I bring that up because uh, earlier in the earlier in the song, Nagarella is reading the Playboy. Yeah, true. Um, I do have I do have notes about that Playboy issue. It's a shame. It's it's a shame it wasn't her. So Johnny is reading uh, September September 1962. So it's like right on the money. Uh, That's that's exact. Like we wait, the flag at the beginning is of 1961. You just broke the movie. Is that right? It is. It's either it's supposed to be sixty one, sixty two. It's it's right there. Because it's September. Because where they graduate or the end mm. of the year is sixty two. Oh, prop committee, you tried. <laughs> <sighs> so Johnny's reading that, and then later on he goes, he fills out the center form, and it says like, "Can you show me where that is, where <laughs> she is, or something?" Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Mickey Winters. She was twenty two at the time, and the cover story was an interview with Miles Davis. Playboy had great articles. Yeah. Hooters has great wings. Playboy had great articles. It was 60 cents. The cover price was 60 cents. Wow. Uh, Our second Who's That Guy is, uh, his his name is Tab Hunter. Tab Hunter is actually Mr. Stewart. That's a stage. Mr. Stewart. I love his name, Tab Hunter. It's a a stage name. He was given it to to him when he entered the the industry. His real name is Andrew, Arthur Andrew Klein. when he he was a huge actually for a while he was like a teen heartthrob. I watched some clips with him. Oh wow! Yeah, without a <laughs> without a shirt on, he looks pretty good. I just I already started. Would you, would you like me to say I could take this? <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen him without a shirt on, but we can pretend. No, 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 we're keeping that. One. No, we're keeping. We're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're yeah, we're just running tape for research purposes. <laughs> for research purposes, I did watch right. some clips. And he was definitely like the young guy, like, okay, we'll put him on a deserted island so he has to like work with his shirt off and stuff, mm-hmm. or like be an army guy, he has to like have his shirt off. Like it just there's just he was just shirt off. Guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a cowboy and, and he's gonna be working on a ranch with his shirt off. Yeah, he's he a shirt off guy. He can't work with a shirt on. But no, you wouldn't think it because that guy was I mean, he's shirt off guy. Like you would you ever imagine that? No. He's a really good looking guy. We'll show I'll show you pictures later. Then, um, that was such a missed opportunity. Chris, they should have just had him. Yeah, to have him be like. Guy yeah. is teaching the reproduction lesson, and he doesn't. Instead of like just like taking his shirt off and owning it, yeah. he's all squeamish about statement mm-hmm. and pistols. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, but but uh, he was okay. So IMDb lists his his prominent roles as his top four are Grease Two, Damn Yankees, a movie called Polyester with John Waters, um, and Burning Hills. 
that's uh, I I'm not gonna pretend I know any of those movies. I just know that Polyester was made by John Waters, who is a gay icon, and in 2005 he wrote an autobiography uh, called Tab Hunter Confidential: The Making of a Movie Star, where he came out as gay. Oh wow! Yeah, he came out as gay. So um, is he shirtless in all of those movies? And on the cover of his book, is he shirtless? Asking for a friend. <laughs> Just because he doesn't play for my team doesn't mean I can't appreciate. Right. Oh, no. I'll, he still has lots of lady fans, in fact. Um, As most gay stars do. That's true. And he had a... So he was a, he, he was a pretty big actor in the, the late 50s and early 60s. Um, and he, like, he had his own TV show where he played a cartoonist. There were always rumors that he was gay. In fact, there was a there was a thing. It was called. Uh, they would like this was back when the studio would like many. I mean, still does, but they would manufacture uh, rumors and stuff. So they would mm. they would have him like go out on like public dates with Natalie Wood and Debbie Reynolds and like oh, be, photo- wow. be photographed and stuff. And uh, there there was a saying: "It was like, Natalie would, but Tab wouldn't." <laughs> How clever. Wow, he's dating Natalie. Like, he's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And big tab. <laughs> All right. And then later on, in 2015, his autobiography got turned into a documentary. And that documentary is currently streaming on Amazon Prime. I haven't no. seen it. Oh, really? Yeah. You what can it? It's called Tab, tab Hunter Confidential. Making wow. a movie star. And they interview him. They talk about, like, how he was, like, being a closeted gay man and how, like, yeah, just... All that stuff, because oh, you know, like, like was it Rock Hudson? Mm-hmm. He was famously yeah. he was he had the same agent, so oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it had like, I think the agent was like had a thing for like pretty boys that were, mm. yeah. What do we know about the agent? They're a little <laughs> <laughs> that um, no, totally right, absolutely. Tab Hunter also had a number one hit song, no. and he yeah, nineteen fifty eight. Tab. Tab. So many talents. Still acting. He passed away in 2018. Uh, he actually, his number one actually kicked off uh, Elvis that week. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, that's what you're listening to in the background. So that was this episode's Who's That Guy? We had two Who's That Guys and girl. Did you know that? I did oh, not. Oh yeah, I dropped. It. I love it when I can hit him with the grease bombs because he knows everything. So, but yep, that was so that was uh, that was reproduction. Claire, is there anything you want to shout out? You probably don't want to share your social media. No, no, no. Forget, forget my name. Forget my face. Are, are you sure you don't want to be associated with our podcast? I, I, I have well, and I no interesting social media to follow <laughs> okay. so you can um, you can follow try to find me on instagram but it'll be it's like one post every two and a half years and it's, <laughs> right now it's just a picture of a kid so it's really i don't know it's worth your time <laughs> this is where this is where the money is so jared where can they find us uh so we're on email twitter instagram facebook uh email address is grease2pod at gmail.com Twitter is at Grease2Pod. Instagram, Grease2Podcast. And Facebook, Grease2Pod. The two is always the number two. Uh, please join us next time for... Who's That Guy? Who's That Guy? Where did he come from? Who's That Guy? Where can I get from? 
everything that he could be so cool. <laughs> Alright, that's enough. <laughs> uh, thank you again to Claire for joining us. Um, that's gotta be the first thing. talking about like just yeah. because they talk a big talk and just because they've mastered the pelvic thrust and they like can like <laughs> pop their leather the collars of their leather jackets and swallow a cigarette whole does not mean does not mean that they have had sex or their experience but, don't mm-hmm. believe a thing that they say when they bring you down to their follow-up shelter <laughs> <laughs>